Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and connect with us on social media. Join the conversation by emailing us at info at fusedmarriages.com. All right, Michael, here we are. Let's jump into it. What are we getting into today? Yes, indeed. So let's jump into it. Today, we're going to talk about a father's love. A father's love. Yep. Today is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, brothers. Yes, indeed. A lot of times we don't get a lot of love on this day. We get some love. We get some love. It's not quite as great as Mother's Day. Okay. Which is, which is, you know what? That's that's. I, I'm not trying to say it should be greater than. <laughs> okay. But then sometimes it's just like you know the balance is off a little bit. Yeah, I saw a commercial one time where it was like for for women you get like diamonds, like all the commercials were right. like diamonds and right. candy and chocolate and trips, and then for men it's like. The tie. The ties are on sale or the socks are on sale. We love our ties and socks, though. Yeah, you do. You do. (laughs) So we just come to expect that's what, you know, that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Diamonds versus the socks. But we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some of the things. Okay, what could you get a father, right? We ain't talking about maybe some physical gifts so that we can give them. But we also talk about, okay, what can you give a father to show them love? So that's one of the topics we're going to talk about. Okay, okay. We're going to talk about the presence of a father in a home, the importance of having a father. Yeah. I know in some cases people don't have fathers, right? so we don't want to overlook that. That's a very sensitive topic, but potentially you can have mentors, mm-hmm. someone you can look up to that can be a, at least close to a replacement father. You never can replace a father, in my right. opinion. Right. So that's a, a thing we're going we're gonna to touch on a little bit. And really just get understanding, you know what, let's give fathers a little bit of love, okay. and hopefully we can celebrate them a little bit with this little episode we got going on here. Okay, well, happy Father's Day. Let's jump right into the conversation. Don't forget, if you want to join us, is there something that piques your interest please contact us, info at fusemarriages.com, or feel free to connect with us on our social media platforms. All right, so why is it important for fathers to be in the home? So, I mean, I think that fathers were, I mean, I think the household wasn't designed not for fathers to be in the home. Okay, so let's break this into two sections. So we have fathers that are present in activity and fathers that are there. You know, that just being there, those are not the same as having a father that is present and then is active in the moment, engaged, and a father that is just, hey, I come home. I'm in the home. Because there are some people that would say, well, my father was there, but he wasn't involved with us. He wasn't active. He did come home, but he sat down. He did his own thing. He went to work all day, and he said, well, I'm paying the bills. You know, and some some men might think, that's what I'm supposed to do. That should be enough. I, I go to work. I work hard. I come home. I pay the bills. So yeah. talk to me about the difference mm. in the man who he's coming home right. versus the man who's engaged in the home. Man, I think you hit on something, man. You went you went deep. You went to the deep waters. Come on. Hey. You know, if I'm in the pool, uh-huh. typically I go to the two feet to the three feet. Yeah. Then I may at some point, you you know, I get on a diving board. Right. Okay. Then I jump into the 12 feet. Uh-huh. But I got to like me for me, I got to go like two, three. But you went right to the 12 feet diving yeah. boy style. Head first. On. Come on. head first. But let's do it, though. So, <laughs> no. So a father is going to be present. Right. I think potentially father, at least a lot of fathers are just soaked into the aspect of I'm a provider. Hmm. Right. And they think that and I say they and I'm going to say we think that that's enough. Hmm. And oftentimes, like, man, there's a lot of other dynamics that are coming that are involved within the household. The kids, not to mention you got an amazing wife that had your kids, mm-hmm. you got other family members, and you're thinking, okay, 
as long as I'm working, everything is good. Hmm. Long as I, you know what, everything's provided for financially, everything is good. And that's, I think, unfortunately, I probably fell into that category. A lot of other men have probably fell in that category of doing that and not really understanding, okay, you know what, we can't just be present. We can't be just physically there in the house. Mm-hmm. That's not enough. That's good because we every household should have that father in the house. Mm-hmm. But we also got to be present in the aspect of, okay, emotionally, spiritually, get, giving guidance to the family, being able to connect with people, intentionally our kids and our wife in a way that, you know what, they it feels meaningful to them. Mm-hmm. And I want to say something to that because – you can also, it doesn't mean that you have to attend everything. I think right. it's important to attend as much as possible. But if, you, if you're like a, a truck driver or you work um, odd hours, you might work the evening hours or a graveyard shift where you're not able to go to all the baseball games or attend all the dance recitals. Having conversation and connecting in other meaningful ways, being a support system. Hey, I can't come tonight. You know, daddy's got to work, but man, I, I wish I could. Or, hey, record it for me. I'm going to watch it later. Or have your mom or your brother or your sister or whatever. Hey, maybe you right, send right. flowers ahead of time or you take them out on like a special lunch or a date the weekend before just mm-hmm. to show them that they're special. There are other things that you can do. So we're not trying to also say, hey, you have to be at everything, involved in everything to be a great father, but just being invested, I guess would be the word that I would use, yeah. invested in, in um, your child's life, in your wife's life, and um, the, those in your home, trying to be um, involved in encouraging to what's important to them. Right. We, so we call this Father's Day love, right? But I'm about to get on some fathers just a little oh. bit, because I mean, not to say I'm getting on them, because mm-hmm. I fell into this category before. Mm-hmm. You're where, a dad. Yeah, I'm a dad. So where, you know what, I'm going to tell you where if you're not present in the home, you're just a physical presence, but you're not actually present in the home. Mm-hmm. If you go to work, mm-hmm. leave out, you know, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., whatever time you got to be, get there, and you get to work, you haven't called home your wife and checked in in the middle of the day or anything like that. You don't know what's going on with the dynamic with the kids being picked up. You get home, 6, 7 o'clock, whatever, going to be work late, 8 o'clock maybe even, and you go straight to the TV. Mm. You go straight to your special spot, you know what I mean? And you got, you know, you get your little something in your stomach. And you just, and that's it, you done. You said, well, I did my part. Mm-hmm. In your mind, you know what? I left out, I fought the traffic, I fought the man at the at work. Not physically fought, but you know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. people got to go through some stuff to make sure they, they stay right. on their job, whatever. Stay on the job. Yeah, stay on the job. I fought the traffic coming back, whatever it is, bus, traffic, driving, however you get in there. And then you come home like, man, okay, I didn't, did, I didn't put in. Mm-hmm. That is good. Mm-hmm. But I can't give you credit for something that you're supposed to do. That's what Uh-oh. you're supposed to do. Can't get credit for what you're supposed. Yeah, to Yeah, I gotta do. say supposed to. Mm-hmm. You can't. I can't give you credit for that because mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do all that. The extra part comes in place. So you know what? You got kids that had a long day or maybe had a rough day at, at school. Mm-hmm. Your wife may have some things that are going on. It's like you know what? We got to check in with all those different pieces. Mm-hmm. To me, that's real fatherhood right there. Yeah. That's only half of it. If you're looking at say, okay, I'm coming home and I'm bringing home the bacon as we talked about before, bringing home the bacon. Mm-hmm. Men get that in our minds, you know what I mean? I can say I fell in that category. Okay, you know what? That's enough, and that's typically not enough for not most enough. families. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, because you still want to have a relationship with your spouse, right? And if you're just 
my husband on the weekends or, you know, that's not, that's not good enough. Cause Monday through Friday, I still got to do life. Your kids are still doing life. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's important, but I also want to recognize as you, as you just said, Hey, you doing a lot through the day. That's a, you know, your shoulders have right. to be broad. There's a lot that you have to wear. So I would um, encourage people that are considering getting married, people that watch our show that are engaged, recognize gentlemen that your shoulders have to be broad. You have to carry a whole lot of weight and you have to be in, interested and recognize this is my role. Once I get married, once I start a family, this mm-hmm. is my role. Yep. So from that, Michael, there are two things that I want to, I want to kind of hear your thought from men. Okay. Where do y'all go when your shoulders are heavy? Because you know, there, there comes exhaustion, there comes yeah. frustration. Where do you go with that? And then my second part of that question is what about men that are not, you know, we're talking about men in the home. What about men that don't get the opportunity to be quote unquote in the home, maybe with their children? Mm-hmm. Um, how do they also really be invested? So hit that first part for me. Mm-hmm. Where do men go when, Hey, life is heavy. I can't come home. I'm tired, but I can't come home and just veg out on the couch for the next two hours and then go to bed and do it the same way tomorrow. Right. But what can they do? How do they, where is their outlet? Where can they get this stuff out of their system? Where can they just relax and be comfortable? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the sad truth about it, we don't have a place to go. Most of us don't have a consistent place to be able to go and kind of say, okay, let me kind of debrief or understand and get my mind right to get ready for what I have to do. When, like you said, I think the one of the toughest, I hate to, I hate to say, it, I'm going to say it, but like it's men, we got to have broad shoulders. I think you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I think it's tough being a man because I think ultimately the burden of life, a lot of times family life, work life falls on the shoulder of a man. Now you can have a good helpmate to kind of help take some of that burden off. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, a lot of people look at the man. Okay. If your family is not succeeding, it's your fault, man. Mm-hmm. If you, if you anywhere in the vicinity of like that household, that's not, that's not on the woman, that's on the man. At least a lot of people, society, maybe even feel, feel that or push that toward men. Yeah. So we got to have some groups, right? Whether it's, you know what, I got a few boys I can talk to. At least to debrief and kind of understand. A lot of times we don't necessarily talk through a lot of things in our minds. At least, out, at least outwardly talk to things. But we kind of internalize a lot and say, okay, you know what, we kind of digest it. And a lot of times we're telling ourselves stuff we don't need to be telling ourselves. Hmm. Okay. And it could be like, you know what? Hey, okay, everything good. And it's not. Or it's going to get better. Or it ain't that bad. Whatever it is, we've been told ourselves this, this enough times. We don't have anybody else kind of giving us that feedback. Mm-hmm. So we have to we have to intentionally search out other men. Other men that are like-minded, that, like, that are thinking like we're thinking. They're trying to grow the family. They're trying to work. They're trying to raise, you know, good kids. Yeah. They're trying to be great husbands. And trying to and try to get that feedback from them, and that's tough for us because we're not really that emotional connected to other men like that. Mm-hmm. So it's something we got to figure out too, and try to get more men in our lives, at least groups, men groups, conversations, listening to messages, whatever have you, to get to the point where okay, you know what, I have a better understanding of myself, what I need to do for my family. Why is it so challenging for men to kind of open up to other men? Because like even we have. You know, our the, we do the men's roundtable, mm-hmm. and you have guys that you talk to, and we've invited, hey, we, we want your input in our lives. Like, we have the couple's roundtable. You talk to a lot of guys, friends, do that. Why is it so challenging for guys to um, connect in, in a way where they feel like they can, here is what's on my mind. Here mm-hmm. is what's on my heart. Here is what's going on in my home. 
what's the what's that what's that hole what's that chasm why is that there yeah i, I think it's it's the male ego oh. don't don't no man want to be considered weak okay and weakness is basically showing to say i can't take it mm. and like a lot of times we like okay if the fact that you say you can't take it oh you must be hold on you, you different you weak you weak see there's a there's a term there's a new term and it incorporates a lot of things but that's called toxic masculinity. Some people mm-hmm. may have heard of that term, but it incorporates a lot of things like, okay, men don't cry, men don't hurt, and what, and there are a lot of other aspects to it, but I'm just focusing on that. But one of the things that it, it says is, if you do these things, there's something wrong with you. And it mm. creates a toxic man. It creates a man that cannot connect, like what we're talking about. Right. But they also really become almost hateful or spiteful to guys that do show that like, Oh, he's soft. Right. You know, I mean, he can't handle, he can't hold it together. I mean, he too emotional. He like, quote unquote, like a woman, you know, like these kinds of really kind of derogatory responses to somebody that might be in tune with themselves. So is that kind of what you're, what you're referencing? I I, I think, yeah, I I didn't heard it a term until you just said it just now, but I think that explains exactly what a lot of men and the men that kind of break out of that, hmm. I think those are the ones that kind of able to excel in their family and in their businesses and their finances. Cause they basically say, you know what? We have more than two emotions. We have more than just Ooh. anger and this happiness. Wow. There's some great area that we got to be able to express to ourselves and other people to be able to say, okay, you know what? No, I have other feelings and things. I, and I know how to actually express them mm-hmm. and like, you know what? And I feel comfortable enough to express them that I don't, it don't take away from my manhood. Wow. Got to grow to that. Most of us got to grow to that point yeah. because a lot of us like, you know what we got to Cause we do have to go out and carry the weight of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to be David and fight Goliath, but we don't know how to cry at the same time and fight Goliath. We don't know how to do that. Mm. <laughs> we don't know how to do that. So that's like, you know, we okay with the fighting part yeah. and stepping up to the plate, yeah. but we don't know to the part where we got to, you know, Hey, say, I'm sorry. Mm. Or come on, you know what? I got to take my kid and like, maybe I can't be so hard on them. I got to be a little softer in some cases. And I got to be able to show that balance. Say, okay, I can be hard, but I can also be soft and show you what it looks like. If we don't show our boys that, how are they going to know that when they get grown men? Well. Mm. So they got to well, be able to see that. And yeah. to see that from a man, not from a woman. Not saying no one from a oh, woman. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a, this is, we getting into something right here. Yeah. They have to see that. So our boys, our sons, have to. what you just said is they have to see that from a man and not from a woman. Now, yeah. that's getting into almost my second part of the question mm-hmm. is, if there's not a man physically present in the home, if you don't get to be in the same house with your kids. Now you talked about at the beginning of the show about um, kind of the design, so to speak of the family and being broken homes and um, disjointed unions and everything like that. So there are a lot of cases, some people that might be listening to us or know somebody, almost all of us know somebody that is raising um, a kid as a, a possibly a single mom. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean single, like you don't have assistance. It means that you are in the home by yourself. Right. Um, so I think that that's kind of a, a misnomer. Like we say, oh, single parent. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're you're the only one involved. That's it just good. means that you're the only one in the house. Right. And I think that sometimes that can be used to kind of kick the man out. Oh, I'm a single, I'm a single mom or, you know, I'm a single dad. It doesn't mean that other parent is not involved. Right. And so um, when the other parent is not physically in the home if there's a single parent home i'm speaking specifically to single moms because there are single dads Mm -hmm. um, that are trying to do this thing by themselves but to single moms in the homes raising sons what you are saying is that they still need a man to pour into them they still need that because they won't learn what we're discussing 
here. Yeah. That's really, that's a big, that's a big thing. Cause there are a lot of boys, a lot of boys that are just, it's me and my mom. Yeah, I don't know who true. my dad is or yeah. I don't know where he is or he's not involved. Talk about that a little bit. Like, how do you, how do you identify these boys? How do you get involved in their life? And, or if you are the father of this kid, that's not living in the house, what happens? How do you engage? Yeah. I, I'm going to come around the backside of your, of your question okay. on a, on a whole different, on. you know okay. what I mean? I'm going right. to wrap around the other side All right, and come on the surprise <laughs> side. So, <laughs> So I think, you know what, I've seen it where you have a father in a home, mm-hmm. two-parent household, that is, okay. where that father in a home is less present than a father that's not in the home. Mm-hmm. Do you follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we have a two-parent household. Two-parent household. A father's in the home. Mm-hmm. I've seen where a father, you know what, maybe he's a, you know, he comes on every other weekend or gets him every other Wednesday, whatever have you, the situation set up. They have a bigger influence in that house than the father, than a, a household that has a two parent household because that father is not there. He's working all the time. He comes home, he does his own thing, gets on the computer, he gets to watch TV. He watches football on Sunday, not really connected to, so you're to the saying family. it is possible comparatively speaking to have a two parent household where the father is yeah. there and they have less influence than um, a, a Household where the father has to come in and get their their child to spend time with them. Yes, I've seen that happen and play out just like that. Mm, and why is that? Why is that? I think you know what. Well, first of all, I think the father that's not in the home, which we're talking about the whole, the single parent yeah. aspect mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. it made a choice to say, you know what, even though I'm not physically in the home, which I think is an amazing decision to make of saying, you know, I'm not physically in the home, but I'm gonna do everything I can to be an active part of this kid's life. Mm-hmm. And I think if the mother allows them, in this case, we're talking about single mothers. If that mother allows that to happen, the interaction to kind of just like, you know what, just let them let, let, I know we didn't work out, which is fine, but it doesn't mean the kid has to suffer the complete brunt of the fact we didn't work out. Yeah. So that dad can still be a dad. Yeah. And he's, you know what, he's there. He's checking in on at, at the, he's at the PTA meetings. He's talking to the coaches at the school about, you know, the different activities, the, the sport activities the kid may be in. You know what? He's doing the check-ins with the kid and the level. So, you know what? Yeah, my dad is not in my house, mm-hmm. but there's still the connectivity that allows me to feel some part of my dad being in my life in a major way, in a, in a impactful way. Yeah. I think that that's what you're conversing about is intentional. Mm-hmm. Like they're being intentional about their investment and their involvement. You know, hey, he's got football games on these days. You're talking to him, telling him, hey, I'm going to be there. And then being there right. or doing the things um, that are important to be really an integral part of your of your right. child's life. I think right. that that's something that's um, really that can be missed. You can almost take advantage of the days if you're there every day. That's you can take advantage it. of your child yeah. or your or your spouse if you're there every day. Now you pointed out something that I really I wanted you to dig a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You said um, you were kind of talking about the maturity of both adults to say like, hey, we didn't work out, but we have right. this kid, and how do we how do we do this with this kid? What if there is some bitterness or so or a contentious relationship? Um, and and I want you to speak on this because there are people listening that have this situation. Hey, man, she's she's doing this, and I'm speaking specifically about single dads. So mm-hmm. there there can be contention going the opposite direction as well. But I'm speaking specifically: the dad is not in the home; he wants to be involved, but there's mm-hmm. a contentious relationship. So they might just be like, you know what? It's not worth it. Never mind. 
you know, I can't do this. This is frustrating. She's talking bad about me to the kid. How does this work for the dad that's like, I just want to, I just want my son. Or I just want my right. daughter. What, what happens there? How do you resolve that? Yeah, I think, I mean, it depends how bad it is, right? How do you resolve it? Some situations, you know what, you're like, man, this person here is just making it hard on me as a dad to really spend quality time. I think you have to be persistent and then be consistent. Persistent and consistent. That's good. And it, I think it has to matter enough to you, like, you know what, how much ridicule can I take hmm. for my kid's affection and love that I want to give that kid? Mm-hmm. Is, is it worth me to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to put up with some stuff that she's going to say? Well, you ain't this or you ain't that, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And still say, you know what? I want to still come get them on, on Friday. You know what? Spend a little time. I just want to come pick her up. You know what? And get her get, and give her some ice cream just so we can, you know, you got to give, you got to hear that feedback that she going to give in this case. And this, if it's, if it's negative and hopefully you can get to the point where, you know what? You as parents are saying, okay, that's the ultimate way to get we, us as parents saying, okay, you know what? It didn't work out. But I want us to figure it out what it, what works best for our kids. Yeah, and that's the that's the goal, that's the desire. But I think you pointed out something: is how much does it matter? How much mm-hmm. does it matter for you to be involved and invested in your son or daughter's life? Because if that's the goal, then they're it's not that they're a non-factor, right. but they're not the decision maker. It's hey. I have decided that I want to be involved in my kid's life, even if it's only ice cream, even if it's, you know, the donuts yep. with dads at school, even if it's just going to the football game and giving my son a high five, even if that's what it is, then that's going to show your kid something different because kids don't know any different, right? Nope. Like if you decide, hey, well, it was it was your mom, she wouldn't or, you know, whatever. So I backed up because I didn't want to have to deal with that. Your kid doesn't know. Nope. So they're just like all they know my dad's not around for whatever reason, my dad's not around. And then that's a conversation that you have to have 10, 15 years down the line. Like, where were you? And then there's all this space of regret. And all I'm saying, dads, dads, is Mm -hmm. try your best to be involved, regardless of the the other people in the picture, Um, because kids need you. That's what we're talking about. Your kids need you. Dads are needed. Strong dads, you know, dads that are in in tune with their their feelings and their mind. We need you. The next generation needs you. Now, I want to I want to jump into the dads not in the picture. Mm-hmm. How can dads be invested? Or, or they don't have any kids. Hey, you know what? I never had children, or my children are grown. Yeah. What do they do now? Like, you know, sometimes I think um, dads once their kid graduates, it's like, man, I gave so much. Now what? Yeah. You know, now, now, what do I do? Can you talk a little bit about that? What happens after that? What's this next season after their kids are, are grown or if they never had children? How do they continue to be, you know, that dad, quote unquote, figure, that mentor figure? Yeah, I think at least the, the great men that I that I that I've seen and kind of just watch even from afar, or even close up is that they're always trying to give back. So say their kids are grown. They're always trying to reach back to another generation and connect with them in a way that's impactful. Like I'm trying to pass on information to another family, another kid so that you know what, that they can grow and be better. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do that, I think that's an, I think that as, as a man, you want to try to do that as much as you can, as long as you are living, you know what, if I have a kid and I have another kid that, you know, that's part of my, my uh, little kid's life, let me try. And they don't have a dad. Let me try to take them in and show them some things. And as much as I can to be able to be an impact on their life. Right. And then let's say my kid grows up, as you mentioned, right? Hey, my kids are grown and I don't necessarily 
have anybody in the household anymore. Okay, but you've taught your kid to a certain point. Why don't you figure out if that's possible to teach somebody else's kid, bring them up to the same point that don't have a dad or maybe they have some questions or you see them often enough, whether it's at church or at school or at work, wherever you're seeing them at, just try to pour back into them. I think us as men, we got to do a better job of saying, okay, you know what? Yep, I made it or my kids made it. Do I stop there? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't. I should say, okay, you know what? I'll, I ain't this another generation coming up that may not have all the information that I have, understand that I have, can I pour that back into them? Yeah, yeah. And I want to I want to say this, like um, in terms of awareness, um, there are some dads that are not present because they're no longer here. Um, mm-hmm. There are men that had young children that passed away, left widows. Yeah. There are um, men that have lost their fathers. Um, you might have a, 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 you know, your brother-in-law passed away or an uncle or somebody that left kids, and they still need men in their lives. They still need a dad. Nobody can replace it. You said this earlier. Nobody can yeah. replace that biological figure, that dad, doesn't matter how old you are, you're always going to feel like, I need my dad, I need my mom. Even when they leave this earth, you're still going to miss that presence. But being involved, being invested, being encouraging, if you know somebody whose dad isn't there, like, hey, y'all need anything? You know, like, hey, I want to drop off something for, you know, my nephew or my niece right, or, right. you know, it, it's Father's Day. I know that they're not there. Why don't, why doesn't your family come and join us? We're having, we're just going to have dinner or maybe they don't want to be joined, but just reaching out, right. just making, making it known. Um, I know some, some guys that visit their, the grave sites on Father's Day or on Mother's Day, just in memorial, just making sure that we are taking care of our community, that we're taking care of one another because dads are such an integral part um, and are so often, um, I don't think that y'all are celebrated as much as you yeah. as you should be when you're here. And we want to, I, I think the saying is, you know, um, give them flowers before they're gone or something like that. Yeah. So, and, you know, you might not like the flowers, but it's just showing honor, showing respect, showing love, showing affection, showing affirmation. Because men, we, we've talked about it before on the show, but y'all are not going to ask for it. Y'all, but y'all not. need it. Y'all still need that love. Y'all still need that connection. Y'all still need um, that affirmation. So I want to kind of try to veer over here. I want to know what you would say about um, what male love looks like. Because we've talked about needing that love in the home. Well, how do you all receive that love? Mm-hmm. How do you all need that love? Because like I just said, y'all not going to say. We know that you need that encouragement, mm-hmm. that you need that. But how? what is important to you? How do you get to that heart? from your family. Yeah. I think, um, you said, what does male love look like? I think, you know what, we have to experience male love from my father, from my initial father of being saying, okay, I've grown up with a father and he shows us or shows me saying, okay, here's how I express my emotions Mm -hmm. when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm angry, when I'm excited. Mm -hmm. And if we don't ever see that, it's hard. It's hard to say, what is that? You know what I mean? You don't know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. You really just say, okay, you know what? All you hear is a little boy. Don't cry. You know what? Suck them tears up move on past whatever you're trying to move past on and like, and, and like really push through it. That's really the thing, you know, push through and don't do and don't cry. Oh, push through and don't do. Wow. Wow. So then what do we give you? Because you're mm-hmm. saying basically, Hey, we don't know how to, how to receive or, or how to show. So how do we give you what it is that you need? Yeah. I mean, so if you, if you're trying to give or at least understand what a male love, I'm talking about from, from my perspective, okay. it's like, it comes with, it starts with trust. First, right, of saying, okay, am I allowed to express my full gambit of emotions and you still not look at me or still look at me the same? Yeah. You know what? 
Some days I'm gonna cry. Some days I'm gonna be happy and excited. Some days I'm gonna be like, I wanna be left alone. But I'm gonna probably show you all that, which you know what? Most women probably have no problem showing all of that. And like we're expected, like, you know what? No, they say, love me for me. It's what y'all say. Love me for me. All of me. Yeah, all of me. <laughs> but men, we don't have that. We don't get that. We don't we don't get we like, hold on, hold on, you're supposed to be a man. You can't you can't you can't be frustrated and mad and and you can't be all that. Hmm. You gotta be, you know what, just be this. Just level this, which that we do, which is true. We got to be kind of that that level piece mm-hmm. for the family and for our wives and for our kids. But we still, we go through roller coaster rides too. Mm-hmm. And life is like going ups and downs. It's like, hold on. It gets hard for us. We were like, man, we want to give in and quit. But we're like, you know what? We don't, we don't, or we shouldn't, but we want to be able to express that. Like hey, we, that's how we feeling at the moment. So how do we then, how do we celebrate y'all? It's, it's father's day. Mm-hmm. How do we celebrate our, our dads out there, what can we do to show you how much you matter to us? I think I think that's a great question. First of all, I, think, I don't think it's, I, that gets asked of us. Like, how do you celebrate a father? Right. And I think you, the appreciation of a father is like, I think we just, you know, we call it with words affirmation. You have to use that mm-hmm. a lot. We say we don't need it, but that makes us feel so good inside. You know what? We do something for y'all. You know, what? I appreciate, you know, when you cut the grass, I appreciate you know what? When you picked up the food at the grocery store, I just, I just, you know what? I didn't say it enough. Whenever you did it, I want to just, just us hearing that. It's like, man, okay, what I'm doing makes it worth it. Wow. It makes it, it and it like we, like you said, we won't ask for it. Mm-hmm. We say, no, don't worry about us. We got it. Don't worry about it. We we'll say that a lot, but in reality, we want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Want to know that you know what what we're doing matters. Yeah. The sacrifices we're do, doing, it, it really, it really matters. I think that's one aspect of it. Hmm. Words of affirmation. So yeah. even on those little things, all yep. all being consistent. Wow, that's awesome. So, well, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Make sure that you connect with us on Instagram and Facebook and check out our website for content and resources, FuseMarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fuse with Tristan and Michael.